but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. Get out of here. Yeah, get that, 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 get that out of here. Man, got more he ain't making Hall of Fame. Get Ocho out of here. You think he gonna make it? Get Nas out of here. Dante, he thought he was smack. Get him the F out of here. Speak, speaking of which, in, in battle rap fashion, you know, I, I, I got a, uh, I got a little itch again, so I, I got a couple battles happening here in uh, North Carolina and Winston-Salem. Uh, it's happening on the rooftop, which is like the essence of battle rap. You know, losing got to jump, um, going up against some <laughs> some uh, RBE-type talent up in here, and uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. We still trying to figure out stuff, but, you know, it's a drive down the road. And I'm going to go. Um, as I talk this right now, wifey kind of... Uh, Peeked her head and she's staring at me right now. So I feel like I'm in some type of trouble. Mm. Uh, hey, babe. You, you look good. You look good at that thing. Thank you. What's up? What's up, babe? You good? Why are you standing at me? She got a knife in her hand. Lord, keep the camera on me. Keep the camera on. She got a knife in her hand, Lord. Oh, my God. All right. What's up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your very gracious, thankful, repentant unto the Lord, because if the day shall come, I will uh, rise and be with him just in case this is my last time uh, able to do this. Well, I'm in the building. <laughs> Peace Shaw was here. Nasunaru is here. KT is here. And she has no sympathy on her face right now. She's <laughs> like, mm, you got it coming, nigga. You got it coming. Because, you know, apparently it seems that as I made these news, this news that, hey, you know, I, I got a couple of battles coming. And I may or may not have, have told her that I had a couple of battles coming. So she kind of peeked around like, oh, really, nigga? Really? Hands on the hip with the knife in the hand. I'm like, oh, See, my God. This is what you do. This is what you do. <sighs> I just know not to eat the dinner tonight because, you know, she is a clinical, like, certified doctor. She's a pharmacist, so she knows how to do them drugs. So I will not be eating tonight <laughs> so, I end up going in my sleep and be like I don't know what happened you know something but anyway listen listen what's going KT what's going on man now, I don't know I don't appreciate this energy right now like listen if, you're, if it's your time to go it's your time to go I don't appreciate that <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like that. I don't like that what's oh up? god what's up <laughs> Look, bro, I love you, <laughs> but I <laughs> that's between that's so... you, your wife, and Jesus, honey. I can't. Oh my God! Well, just just pray that that Jesus just accepts me and old sinner like me. Just just <laughs> make hmm. way, prepare a place for that, me, Lord. That prayer of repentance in real quick. Listen, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Save me, <laughs> save me. Peace, y'all. What's going on, man? How we feeling? Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy, Minister Shaw. Mr. Speak Life, Give Life. So fly, so bless himself. God is good. God hey. is great. That's not just for your grace. It's for everyday life. Man, I'm just thankful to be here. And, um, you know, trusting God more and more daily. Facts, big facts, big facts. Now, soon the root is up in the building. Cousin, what's going on, bro? Missy Elliott is not a rapper. She is a song writer that happens to do music artistry. Let's get uh -huh. this right, people. That's all I'm going to say. Don't get me wrong. She deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely. But you don't have to call her a rapper. 
All right. If I don't call Drake a rapper, you don't got to call Missy Elliott a rapper. That's all I'm saying. Nope, not at all. And that is the topic that we're going to get right up into because Missy Elliott was officially inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And it made history of sorts as that, as being the first female rapper inducted. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and get my little take out the way. And I agree with Nas because Nas, she's, she has eclipsed rapper. Now, a lot of people say that uh, as a means to, as like to, to throw shots or a diss or to feel like rapper is like a, a lowly title to have, which for those, you know, real hip hop fans and those who just have a love for for the culture of hip hop knows that's that's not just something you throw on everybody. Even though everybody, now I don't know what happened with KT there. That camera, see, that was the Lord saying, "Touch not mine anointed." You over here t- wishing, you know, harm upon me, talking about me, you, and Jesus and stuff like that. He had to thump your camera um, a little bit. Look, no, that's no, not that's either. not what it was. No, that's not no. at all what it was. <laughs> I just said I ain't involved. <laughs> Oh, the anointing! Mm. Nah, see, you can't you you can't be like that. I'm not involved, Peter. That's that's what Peter said. That the switched up on him, switched up. <laughs> don't switch up on me, hey, KT. We've been look. in this for almost 150 episodes. Don't don't switch up on me now. 100 rounds. Yeah, but what you got going on ain't got nothing to do with these episodes, sir. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. All right. I'm, I'm trying to find some allies here just, just in case anything happens to me. They know. All right. <laughs> so, all right. But nah, when it comes to Missy Elliott, man, first and, for, first and foremost, congratulations to Missy Elliott, an absolute legend. And that is an understatement of all understatements. Um, yeah, but I, but I agree with Nas. She, she, she has eclipsed, you know, rap, even though, even though she, she created a lane that was sorely needed. Um, and people honestly, uh, mock and follow that trail now as we speak. Um, yeah, she's just more. She's a songwriter. She is just a creator, period. She's done so much. So, uh, Nas, what's up, man? Well, well, I will say this. I don't think that she... She didn't create a lane. She revamped it because for those who do not know, I mean, even though I, me personally, when I think of hip-hop, I think of rap, R&B, and... The, the trap drill, like that's like together. Well, trap and drill, like two different, they're, they're two kids, but I, I just, I just ball them up as one. But also don't forget dance rap. Like whoop, there it is, 95 South. Mm-hmm. At night, I think of you. I want to be your last month. You know what I mean? But it's that dance club hip hop. That's what Missy Elliott revamped. I can't stand the rain. What? Bloop, bloop. Like, like, that's all dance music. And she just revamped it. She just Madonna'd it. That's all. She just Madonna'd it. Just put some vocals on it. Made it sound good. Actually, she is dream before the dream. Put it like that. Put it like that. That was great. I'm, I'm, I'm brilliant. But that's, that, that's exactly what you need. That was to a do. really good analogy. Yep. Really you know what I'm saying? And, and, and if she's going to be the first female rapper... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just got to ask you, Cleveland, why not Queen Latifah? I mean, if you're going to put a real femme C up in there, you put the one that, like, that's the one. The native tongues herself. Irvington, New Jersey, North New Jersey, stand up. Queen Latifah should have been the first. That's, other than that, great choice. Missy Elliott is a legend. You know what I mean? Yo, she was so good, she put producers on. You know what I'm saying? Put Timbaland and Magoo on. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Timbaland first. It was Missy, then Timbaland and Magoo. Just want to put that out there. But shout out to uh, Missy Elliott, man. Much much respect to her. Hip-hop legend for sure. Hip-hop legend for sure. Congratulations. So, um, KT, so when, when I think, actually, I did not. I did not put a little clip of her receiving the award. And speaking of Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah was the one who actually like presented the award to her, spoke on her, beha- uh, you know, words to her for words of encouragement, this, that, and the third. So it was them two up there, and they were just talking about their friendship and mm. you know everything that has happened. But that is a shirts. yeah, that too, uh- <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> they were talking about that too, uh, but. 
you know, KT, I'm, I'm going to direct this to you. So, you know, when, you know, first of all, just what are your thoughts on just the, the accolade, the, and the history that's made, because even though we may not be like, well, she's not just a rapper, but that's just how she was presented. And it is the history as the first, just what are your thoughts about that? Um, and then after everyone kind of gives their thoughts, I'm going to circle back and see if everyone has a, like a favorite or most memorable moment from Missy Elliott. Talk to us. Yeah, I think it was putting her in the box, uh, limiting what she actually has been to music um, by just calling her a female raptor, rapper. She's so much more than that. So, you know, I'm glad that she got recognized. She deserves to be recognized for sure. Um, but that's not all she is. She's so much more than just a female rapper. She's also Tweet's it. girlfriend. Said what now? Stop it. Stop it. Said she's Tweet's girlfriend. Shout out to Tweet. Oh <laughs> Peace out. What's up, man? What, oh, what, what are your thoughts on this? Look, <laughs> I guess I do all mine at once. So, like, Missy, 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 man. Look, so like, you know, shouts out, shout out to um to our homegirl D. She probably was like my definition of what would have been the remake of Missy Elliott to me. Um, and shit, D more. What's up? What's up with you? And if she will stop playing, we will have her on the podcast. She keeps playing. Yeah. She so she like, been talking um, about it though. Like, yo, I want to be on. I want to be on. I want to be on. To be like, what's up? Stop playing. She Shout out to D. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But yeah, but I feel like, you know, um, she most definitely is a trendsetter. You know what I mean? Like from her musicality to her vision, to her creativity, to the art of hip hop and what it is in its totality, um, even from her up and down in sizes, you know, it worked for her. Um I don't, outside of Cedric the Entertainer, I don't know anybody that that size, when she was at that size, who could move like she moved. And then when mm-hmm. she, whenever she came back and almost borderline reinvented herself, she showed you that I still got it. I still can do this. I got her on some gospel songs. You know what I mean? It's like some gospel hip-hop songs that she's rapping on. Some gospel hip-hop songs that she's wrote. So she's nowhere far, like, has have, have stopped, you know, being that person that she was going to be. Like, because when... She was like, why you all in my grill? I was like, yeah, get them out my face. Get out my face. She was telling people, look, 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 look. She said, don't explain. You never change. Same old thing, same old game. See you. Want to be with me? But show me a ring. Baby, let me think. I've been cold. The story untold about to unfold. How you expect me? You, ne- you ever believe you want to be with me? Why you all in my grill? She's she was basically saying you a scrub before they was asking for money. Cause she was saying, cause a girl gotta live. Like, can you pay my bills? She was saying those things. But when she, and I'm telling you my favorite songs at the same time, and I can go, you know, we can move on. But when she actually, and I seen it, when she actually made a doggone um video and said, look, put me in the bag. They said I was trash. Put me in the bag. Like, y'all thought that um that Lotto came up with that first? Put me in the bag. I've been acting brand new. No, Missy said, put me in the trash bag. Blow that bad boy up. Oh, how are we going to get there in it? Man, take it to the gas station. Let's go put air in this thing. <laughs> let, let, let's, I'm, for, these are, I'm for real now. She said, let's go to the gas station. Let's blow some air up in this thing. So they they talked about her style. They talked about, uh, you know, I'm like, yo, that's amazing. Who would have thought that? And then after that, you seen... You've seen other people try to implement that in their own way by having the the big supersized um things, but she didn't do it with a with a um a body thing. She actually did it with a trash bag and some duct tape and made it work. But um, but shout to Missy, man. Um, it's a we're gonna get into somebody else that I felt like probably could have could have wore that title as well. But like now nah, I said, yeah, like Queen Latifah, you had a whole lot of people before her. But you know, can we say that they actually you know, did the things that she did in the era that she did it in. Because when, I don't know if y'all watched The Woman of Hip Hop. I don't know if y'all watched it on Netflix. Um, the Woman of Hip Hop, you know, she didn't even show up for it, but you had a whole lot of great people on there. And 
the, the primary people was MC Light and Queen Latifah. They, they all of them talked about that said they paved the way. You know what I'm saying? All of them was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mo you know, these people put us in position to thrive as women. And their vote, their voice on politics and their voice on the world and their vo voice on black people and empowerment and unity, point blank period, it was amazing. So, you know, I'm guessing they looking at Missy Elliott in the different categories of ranges that she probably touched. And it wasn't just one box. It was more of you're not a rapper, but you're this as well. Because to be in a Rock World Hall of Fame, you most definitely got to be something different. You got to be born on the, and bred out of, out of a different cloth. I, I believe that Missy Elliott as a songwriter has probably produced more hits than any MC. I would I would go on the limb and just say that off the top of my mind. I think the it's the songs that she produced. I mean, Ladies Night is what she, that's her production. You know what I mean? Like from the rip. You know what I mean? Like she has produced some of the greatest femme songs or or female songs for hip hop. But I'll put it like that. Because with Queen Latifah, the reason why I think she's the first is because she already made a couple of well, I would say a couple of classics, but one classic and one okay uh, rap album. And then she won a Grammy for a jazz album. And then how she transcended her music to TV and movies. I mean, that's the American way. So, yes, I, I want her to be number one. And to be honest with you, I would even put Missy, take her step back and put Little Kim in front of her. Because what Little Kim did for the 90s for FEMC was incredible. You may not like the message, but she was so relatable when she... Uh, she matched that the the character of what the '90s Black American woman was looking looking to be in the '90s. She she matched it perfectly. Yeah, I think she should have been the second inductee, if anybody, then Missy. But that's just my personal opinion. My uh, I don't have like too many great great memories of Missy Elliott. I'm not saying that she's not great. She's great. I'm just saying, you know, nothing to take home with for, as far as myself. But what I do love, what I love love i've always loved pause the hot boys video hot when nas hot. at 16 baby you got yo that song <laughs> is fire i love that video when it was outside like more thunderdome ish a little bit they had the stage outside the fire the pyrotechnics out there nas opened it up you know what i'm saying pause not i mean nas did well actually not pause but you know what i'm saying he, he did you know what I'm saying? he intro the song Lil Mo and um, Missy did they thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was a fun video. I, I love that's one of my favorite videos right there. So yeah, man. Shout out, again, shout out to Missy Elliott, man. Missy Elliott did it. She she put producers on a one a producer on that has like outlived a lot of producers in Timberland. Mm -hmm. I mean, Timberland got to work with Hove, Justin Timberlake, Nelly Furtado. You know what I mean? Like the top, the A-list of A-list of artists in B beyond rap music. So yeah, man, shout out to Missy Elliott, man. She is the dopest. She is the dopest, most definitely. And she worked with Aaliyah. Rest in peace to the queen, of course. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. Missy Elliott is awesome. Bye. Shout out to the dopest. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, KT, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say that her creativity was just unmatched like with her videos i feel like her and buster rhymes were like two that really just transformed how oh yeah videos were done they showed you know a quirky side you know that black people aren't a monolith that everything don't have to be the same when it comes to hip hop or, you know, I love that they were just out there with their concepts and stuff. I've loved it. Um, those two that's were funny, just. That's funny that you said that. Huh? No, I was about to say, no, that's, that's funny that you said that, KT, because the niggas just turned right around and said, we ain't doing that quirky shit. Fuck, we going right back to nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> Migos and Lil Baby said, nah, we doing nigga shit on three. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Bring out the Ferraris and the bitches. That's what we doing. Right. <laughs> well, that, that's also because, okay, I'm, all right, I'm just going to say this, and I promise we're going we to move on. That's because that's not what paid. Creativity isn't what pays right now. And, and who's signing those paychecks is like, we want the nigga shit. So people's like, we want the nigga shit. We want degeneracy. We want the, the, the richidity, as we call it. Mm -hmm. And exactly that. 
We want the Ocho Cinco. So, you know, and it's those very people that has America circle jerking around a particular state that is uh, openly participating in apartheid and, you know, racist white wing stuff. All right. So um, shout out to Missy Elliott. We appreciate you. We love you. Congratulations. And just nothing but luck because you were just dope. A dope, 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 dope artist. And speaking of a dope, 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 dope artist for maybe another reason, Lauren Hill is back up in the headlines. And um, she, <laughs> Lauren Hill, shout out to Lauren Hill, legend, legend. She, you know, just decided to, to address a couple things because as people know that uh, for a while, for a long while, actually, you know, if you're going to a Lauren Hill show, you know, there is a a very real possibility that you might not see Lauren Hill. I mean, she she may or may not show up at all to a, a Lauren Hill show. <laughs> and um and so she decided that, you know what, I'm gonna finally address this thing because I need to get some things off my chest right here. So she said, you know what, let me gather y'all right quick. I think that's what you ladies say when y'all wanna, you know, speak that piece and you know, all that other, you know stuff that y'all say but this is lauren hill gathering us about why she's so late people say hey yeah, she's late she's late a lot yo y'all lucky i'm making on this blood my stage every night Lauren Hill. Now, now for those who need a, a, a translator, she said, "Listen, uh, they say that Lauren's always late. She's always late, always late. Well, y'all just lucky that I show up to this stage every night. You're lucky that I show up every night because it ain't just me that's doing this. Is I stand here with the power of God. What's the name of that reverend who who squalls like that? Who used to have that late night?" Um, religious scam thing where he like call now and get the prayer cloth that Peter prayed over <laughs> right before he died or this was um uh pop off Peter pop off that was his Peter pop off yep Peter pop off yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> put my hands on you yeah! <laughs> okay Mr. Shaw got it down got that call uh, down Oh, uh, you got a squall for the gods. You understand? Well, let Minister me? Shaw let Minister Shaw talk about this right now, right here. Uh huh. What's up? What's up? And let me tell you something. <laughs> oh my God! Listen, listen, listen. Set on, nigga. listen. Look, first off, you know, shouts out to the shouts out to the Queen. Um, probably one of the people I have never seen live, and I and I probably will never see her live because she ain't gonna show up. So, <laughs> so I'm just being real, like, like, so, so we're gonna be real about it, right? We talk about customer service. That's trash customer service. She got bad PR. She got bad marketing people. Somebody gotta hold her accountable. Yo, Miss Hill, I'm gonna call her Miss Hill. She wanted us to call her Miss Hill because she consider herself an empress. Um, that's not cool. Like, you'll make my experience of wanting to see you as a fan one of them times. Like, I ain't going back no more. Like, ain't no way. I showed up here and I've been to concerts where the, the mainstream person that show up till one o'clock, the club, the club or the bar, it closed at two. Like you showing up at one, we've been here since eight, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah, you, I feel like, um, somebody, somebody, I know for your mental health reasons, you being a mom, um, you, you, you was with Bob Marley's son, you have all your kids by him. 
So you being a mom and the pressure of want to be, I guess, the hold up to that standard of record-breaking album of Miseducated of Lauryn Hill, I feel like there was a lot of pressure on you. Um, but, you know, one of my favorite albums that you did was MTV Unplugged because it came out my senior year in high school and I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, you know, because one song was like 10 minutes long, but you was telling a story. You know, you brought us there. It was literally a Nas moment. It was a cell practice moment where you was literally long-winded for 10 minutes on one song <laughs> so so I, I i believe you probably had like four songs on the whole thing and it was a a, a, a and b side so i don't know you know what happened as far as in totality as far as the specifics to why um you didn't but i feel like you have a lot of artists now we talked about missy a while ago i feel like if y'all were to collaborate and make an album now come on now you know what i mean like you have i actually thought you was reincarnated when Gabby Wilson, I don't know if y'all know who that is, a.k.a. H-E-R, having everything revealed her. I thought she was the reincarnation of you, Lauren Hill. I, I legitly did. I said, are y'all sure this isn't her daughter? Everybody was like, nah. I was like, but she's only 22, 23 years old. You sure? Because Lauren Hill is like 48, 49. I'm like, that can be her daughter because she looked, favored, walked, talked, sounded like you. And I was like, yo. Y'all proved me that she's not, you know, and then the more I researched, I was like, ah, man, that, that's not her daughter. But yet she sings and give homage to you on here. So I feel like that's a good outlet to go. So I'm not saying you're not irrelevant now because clearly we watching you. We talking about you now. But um, but I feel like, um, yeah, most definitely I, I would love to see you put out some more new content, even if you got to do it with your daughters that was on stage with you a while ago. Um, I feel like if you were to actually get out there and do that, I think, you know, the world would love to hear what you got to say. We don't want to hear why you late. We don't want to hear why you're not being there because we're not going to bring God into your foolishness. We definitely not going to do that. Not my God. I don't, I don't know what God you talking about. My God is an on time God. <laughs> yes, he is. Hey. Oh, on time God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, because Joe said he may not come so where you want him. It be, you know what I'm saying? So we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. So don't blame it on God, cause ain't nobody holding you accountable. Peace, love you. Uh, what's up, Nas? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! How does not sound like Lauren Hill to me? Are you are you saying that. that I'm a are you saying that I'm a Grammy Award winner when you saying I'm long with it? Is that what you're saying? Because that's because because it, it could be true. You know what? You, you know what? And it's crazy that you say that because we talked about this before. You can write for a lot of them so they can learn the content of what they need to say and what they don't need to say. I was just telling my boss lady, shout shout to R and R. Her name Rachel. She's the boss around here. Ra Rachel Touche. What's up, boss lady? I'm gonna send this to you so you'll know I gave you a shout out. But I was saying the other day how every job I get, I get like they may resend that offer when they be like, oh, we did a background check cool but you offered me i have never had an interview one-on-one -on -one and not got the job it's just the fact of choosing which one but i believe that most definitely you have the content in your voice and the knowledge to to be able not just about the sale practice just to be able to talk to people it's about customer service you got to know how to talk to everybody and if you don't know what you're talking about change the subject make a storyline and i believe you can do that I appreciate that. I and appreciate we could that. be Grammy nominated. I'm just saying, you know, we go ahead and hop on this studio and get this collaborative album, you know, you know, that part. Be, you know, Kendrick and Cole. That's all I'm saying. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, I just, you know what? No, I had, I had a point because, because this is very short because I don't have much to say about Lauren Hill. Jersey, you already know what's up. I, I can't say too much about, about, about the queen. Jersey, Jersey, <clears throat> Jersey. Listen, Jersey, listen. East Orange, New Jersey. Listen, hear me out. He listening. I'm. I am very. <laughs> you watch it. You watch it. You watch it. You watch it. All right. Anyway, no, no. All jokes aside, I'm. I was intrigued when she said that the labels only wanted her to make this one album. That. That was eye opening. I really like if I was in the crowd, I'd have been like, talk more about that. <laughs> I'd have been the guy. 
Cause no, cause that yo, think about that. I mean, yo, come on now. Has any of us? Hey, little one. Hey, yeah. hey little Frito. Yeah, I'm afraid to say okay, hello. Okay, Jaden. What are you? What are you, nephew? Oh, Micah's there too. Little Frito. Oh, look at the little one. Oh, female. Okay, Frito. niece. Oh. I see the crew. Come on, then. Say, say. That's what's up. Do you have no. any room? <laughs> Here's the thing, Dante. Hit, hit me out real fast while we got the little ones over there. Oh, look at so Oh, uh -huh. um, yo, one like why? I'm pretty sure all of us wanted to see a second album from Lauren Hill. What up? Would we would we disagree on that? We all wanted to see a second album from Lauren Hill, uh, right? Yeah. I, I really want to know why she never made a second album. I always wanted to know that. So her saying that, I'm, I, I, I want to know why now. I want to know why, because you know who's doing that right now and is making me laugh because everybody's saying that she's not all that. But I'm like, yo, honestly, her music still is the hottest music out as far as with the fem C's, and that's Cardi B. Cardi B don't have to make another song for the next six months. I'm still rocking with Cardi B right now, man. Cardi B is dope to me. She's authentic to me. And um, that was the thing about Lauren Hill's music when she did the miseducation. I just thought it was so authentic in her way. And what she wanted to present as this new version of an uh, independent female where it wasn't uh, it wasn't provocative and sultry. It was more perspective and inquisitive and, and fun a little bit. You know, it's emotional. And, um, yeah, I mean, you could tell she's still, in a, in a sense, fun and emotional because she definitely was Black Cersei on that stage just now. That's, that's exactly what she was. She was doing nothing but witchcraft on the stage just now. Just, just scared the hell out of the audience. <laughs> Scared the audience into applauding for her. I said, yo, this woman has definitely read Jada Pickett's book and said, I got y'all today. I got y'all today. But nah, shout out to Lauren Hill. She's a queen. Um, I mean, come on, make some singles. Do something. I'm not telling you to shut up and dribble, Lauren. I'm just saying we miss you. We miss that music. And just make a single once a month. Do that for us, please. Right. Get, get your money back. Get your reparations back, love. Get, like, the world would be waiting. Like, the world would get your music, not just New Jersey. The world would get that would get that uh, that next song. If people already downloaded the, the artificial intelligence version of the Beatles' new song, you got it. Trust me. Come on. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, I heard that thing. I was like, "Yo, are you kidding me right now? This thing sounds like pristine." I'm like, "There's just no way." Like, no, I'm, I'm, I got to figure out this. This AI stuff ASAP, cause yeah, I, I heard that song. I was like, "What?" But yeah, man, yeah, man. And j just for the record, the only reason these little monsters are up right now is because they don't have school tomorrow. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and, and make a quick tangent right now and go in on the the public school system because y'all trash. I'm gonna tell y'all why y'all trash. Say nothing about Lauren. I've been waiting. Okay, you will. You will, and it's coming up right now, but I need to say this right now because it's on my heart, and I need to say, I need to testify. You know how to do in the old black church. When you feel it, you got to raise your hand. I got to testify, and they testify, so I'm going to testify. So when they testify, <laughs> the public school system is trash because there is no way that these kids should be out of school two days this week because of teacher work day. I don't, it, it's not right. These kids should be in school. They, they should be learning. Where it's my for election. Going? It's for election. They call it the teacher work day. It's for election. They, they, ain't, hey. they ain't got nothing. To, they ain't got nothing to do with yeah, these. They out of school around here too. School. <laughs> but Greenville County ain't out of school, which is crazy. Greenville County not out of school. Spartanburg County out of school. North Carolina out of school. And I'm like, yo, but my kids ain't out of school, so I had to take them back early. Trash. Man, I want mine. <laughs> that is not. Nah, I, I love my kids. God knows I do. Y'all saw them. But get these kids in school. <laughs> Excuse, me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I agree with Daryl. Okay. Daryl made a good point. How can Daryl and his lovely wife, who thing is thinking, come vote for me? I need you guys to vote for me. They can't vote for me if they're if they're if they're black children are in the house. They have to, they have to watch them. I need you guys to find the babysitter and vote for me. Okay. 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 Oh, man. All right, KT. I am sorry. I just had to get that off my chest right quick. All right. The floor is yours, baby. Now the Go moment has now. passed. But anyway. No, it hasn't. No, not. you are the moment. I'm a tumor. 
Oh God! I said it right, didn't I? You I did. said it right, didn't I? Mm. <laughs> you still sound hey. stupid saying it, but you know. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, because you know you're still trying to say it with an accent, and you know how you are with your accents—they suck. Because you have to, you have to say you know it you with don't. the African soul. Mm-hmm. As I was saying, okay. <sighs> We're going to go back to Lauren. Now, I love Lauren. I think that she's very talented. You know, Sister Act 2, man, that was classic. Okay. Um, Miss Education of Lauren Hill, love that album. Very talented. Now, Lauren, boo-boo, as much as I love you, if I was in the audience and you said that I was lucky that you make it to the John Brown stage, um, ma'am, you lucky people still coming to see you when you don't show up half the time, okay? What if the people stop coming? What if the people stop coming because they tired of you not showing up or tired of you being late? What if the people stop coming? That part. From what I hear, you need these coins, sis. Come on now. Don't be fumbling the bag. Don't be fumbling the bag like that. Do what you need to do, boo-boo. Hold on, but KT, real quick. You can say whatever you want. I just want to say this real fast, though. But that's the point where I'm I'm in support of Lauren Hill with that because they, she's, she's saying that the labels did not want her to make another album. Where was she going to make this money at? Doing cover songs with the Marlies? How is this going to happen? Yeah, but you started touring, but you you don't make it to the to the shows. That's what what are we doing? If you don't make it to the shows, that's that's what I'm talking about. And if you if you can't make it to the show okay if something happens there's something that just makes it so that you cannot make it to the show okay but the lateness the chronic lateness come on these people spent their hard-earned money to come see you come on i just feel like you there's no you without the people is what i'm saying you know what I mean? There's, There's no, no without you without the, the people. The people come out and they support you. What the hell did you just say? That's so why she be late. That's why she be late. She's talking about the, the late chronic. Nah, she late because of the chronic. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, yes, he over there. Oh I'm my God. I can't no more. <laughs> I ain't singing it. <laughs> I got some new music. Nah, nah, nah. We sing. No, 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 no. You sing the Zion song. Shut up. Shut up. Sing the Zion. But you saw how she sounds. She sounds like that she's been really free. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's squalling. She she got the the old Baptist Pentecostal squall. I I don't remember her having a voice like that. Don't y'all try me. Y'all want me to sing, but y'all are killing me softly. (laughs) <laughs> she oh, like boy. she she sound like she got one of them like she like she got one of them dragons from the dragon queen or whatever it was like yeah i own oh, this bitch no. now about to turn up now she's cersei right now man she, she is you. cersei she was cersei on that stage man i'm scared of that absolutely now speaking of which we're going to go ahead and get into this little last topic that i, I maybe I she'll be going was... to november wait that's a wild cleft reference i don't know if y'all <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna shut up. Again, um, um, Lauren Hill, you know, just just thoughts and prayers. All right, so <laughs> just thoughts and prayers. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people don't know who this person is, but he goes by the name of D1. Um, I know of him. Uh, uh yes, pause. But I know of him because of my time in the Christian rap scene. 
years and years ago. So I, I, I know who he was. Uh, my opinion of him then is basically the opinion that I'm going to share now dealing with this topic. But D1 uh, is now going viral because, in uh, pause, I, I, see, this is just going to be, I'm going to have to pause his name every time I say it. Uh, but D1 pause is going viral because he's called out in, you know, this it's normal for me because a lot of Christian rappers do this. He's a Christian rapper uh, that is calling a lot of mainstream rappers for their content. Uh, it's, you know, and he went on the shade four five with sway who doesn't have all the answers according to Kanye, uh, <laughs> to call out these, these rappers for their content and how they should do better. So we're going to listen to a clip of this rapper calling these rappers out and we're going to talk about it and also get the responses from some of these rappers to his criticism of them and how he feels like they should basically do better. So I'm going to pull this up. We're going to watch it and react and then we're going to get on boom, boom, out of here. You know what I mean? Nah, I mean, all right, y'all check this out. Jim Jones, you could do better, brother. I love you too much. I love you too much to not be honest with you. Rick Ross, you could do better, brother. Meek Mill, you could do better, brother. I love you too much not to be honest with you. Are you the face of prison reform? Because I held, uh, are you the face of prison reform? Or are you sitting here on your new song with Ross talking about getting somebody murked and shot at the red light? Which one is it, bro? Which one is it, bro? Because I did a shoe giveaway in my city and gave out 1,300 pairs of your shoes because they said reform underneath them. And I love that you partnered with, with a major shoe company and, and you out here pushing prison reform. But now I got to sit here like, man, this man glorifying getting people killed as of a week ago. Like, what are you doing, bro? Lil Snoop really got killed. That broke your heart. You wear him around your neck. What, why are you glorifying the same thing when my best friend got killed? When Carl got killed, New Orleans know who I'm talking about. When Carl got killed and I had to go to his funeral and read the eulogy and be part of the funeral. And I got back in my causeway after the funeral and I turned on my music and I realized I'm listening to music that's glorifying the same stuff that just happened to my best friend. Mm. Mm. It gave me chills and I needed that moment. That was my come to Jesus moment of like, D, you got to do something different, brother, because because you have a taste for this poison. But you, you're attracted to the poison and rap is great. The rap game, hip hop industry is great at cooking up some delicious poison. All right, look. So all of us here have some tie, some uh, affinity for music. So we, we know about the, you know, the industry, the messaging and all these things. We, we, we know. So KTP Shaw and Nas. And then we're going to kind of circle back this way. So KT, just do you feel like D1, pause, has a point in what he's saying? Is there some, some merit? I do. Uh-huh. I definitely think he has a point. Um, mm -hmm. Because uh, despite the horrible, misogynistic, violent messages in hip-hop we still listen to it and um you know it's I, I i really think that we at some point we gotta figure out how to do something different we can't keep perpetuating all these uh stereotypes and stuff through the music. I really think we, at some point, we really need to change things. I don't necessarily see it happening anytime soon. I don't even know if it is gonna happen, but I do. That's why like Toby, Toby, uh, what's his last name? Wigway, yeah. Um, he was like a breath of fresh air because he wasn't talking about the same shit, you know? He was doing something different. So he was a breath of fresh air. And I was like, see, that I can get with that. 
I can get with that. That is, that's dope. But, you know, the entertainment industry, you know, this is what they want from us anyway. Um, and that is what's going to pay the ratchetness, the violence, the misogyny, all of that. That's what pays. So that's what people are doing, unfortunately. But I do think he has a point. Um, that's great if he's been able to, you know, turn things around and do something different. That's great. Yeah. Facts, facts. Peace, Sean. What's up, man? Yo, so since we're talking about David Arnold, that's his name, DJ, David Arnold Augustine Jr. from the, from the NOLA. Yeah, I gave the whole government. Cause if we're gonna speak truth, you're gonna be a man of God. Let, let me give you let me give you your government name that your that your mammy named you. You feel me? So cause I'm not gonna be saying Paul's after every time I say that word. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm gonna call you David. So <laughs> look, look, so so um my thing is this, cause Rick Ross came at him. I was like, come on, look, 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 basically calling him a little man, basically call him a little nigga, because he don't know what they do. But my thing is this. People, now I realize this, you know, you see a lot of these things where they're trying to do brain teasers. And um, these brain teasers are just evidence of how the world is now to where we hear what we want to hear, right? First, hear what we want to hear. Because at the same time, he said, you can do better. You can do better. You can do better. You can do better. We all can do better, Rick Ross. So, I mean, like, it ain't like he was telling you a lie. Now, I'm not saying that you was lying as well. You know, these are my opinions. This is how I feel. I feel like we all can do better. And if y'all are on platforms like this, that's what he's saying. You know, he got a song. Um, I heard uh, he got a song, uh, J50 and Wheezy. And uh, I think the song starts off like he going into a hotel room. They all get in a room together because I'm familiar with him as well. And I like how he act like he was talking to them. But guess what? You never heard 50 come back at him? You never heard Jay come back at him. You never heard Weezy come back at him. But he's basically saying the same things that he just said to y'all. But he said it in the actual song. And was like, yo, you know, I, now that I got y'all here, I feel like this, this, and this. I feel like you could do better with this. I feel like you could do better with that. So he's basically saying, use the platform you got and and do a Mr. Beast. Do the, Use the platform you got and give more. Um, I can't see myself being a millionaire like I'm not saying it aggravates me, but something is wrong when you got multi-millionaires and billionaires with no kids and don't care to have kids. You need to adopt. You need to adopt a million of them. Give each of them a million dollars or something. Like do that. You know what I mean? Even if you have to pay a mother who can't have kids, you know, money. You know, do that. But he's basically saying, you know, y'all need to do better. And um, it's a lot of times that we do because you can listen to certain rap songs and it can get in your spirit. Um, you can listen to certain rap songs and it can put you on the edge of wanting to really go do those violent things to somebody. So if you're going to be an advocate for prison reform, and I'm telling y'all from experience, prison reform does not exist. Because if we use that to get people's voted in after they got what they got, did y'all hear anything else about prison reform? I'll pause and wait for it. You didn't hear anything about that. So Biden, Trump, once everybody did what they did, Trump did what he did to get votes. Trump did what he did to get himself off. But yet, people are still rotting in prison for, for stuff that happened in the 80s, for weed that happened in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, I, I could tell you facts. They're at Tiger River right here in Inner East, South Carolina right now, rotting in prison, doing life sentences because they sold weed. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's ridiculous. I know people who got murdered back there behind the wall because they weren't going to get out. So, they didn't know how to implement like or even express themselves in a in a good way so they start acting violent and they step to the wrong person they got murdered and they was good peoples so he basically saying do better i mean if you got a platform if you got a voice do better are you gonna speak life and give life or are you gonna you know speak death because you know life and death is in the power of the tongue y'all have platforms he basically saying do better so i agree with him and um all of you, all of you, I think this is a challenge. I mean, we've been talking real good content on how YouTubers can do better. Rappers, y'all can do better as well. Stay in that pocket or however you want to be. But speak truth, speak knowledge, and speak life to people. Because people are listening to you. Kids are listening to you. 
some people's kids to listen to you. You know what I mean? So if you're going to speak hip-hop, hip-hop is you allowing us to hear your story. It's you allowing us to be a part of whatever you got going on. And I feel like one of the best MCs is on the podcast with us right now. And I do believe if he were to get out there, he'd punish a lot of y'all because I've been a witness to it, to where he did those same things. When we went to these auditoriums, when we went to these stadiums, and he's speaking life. He's explaining what this means. And he's also telling y'all that's just rapping and just not cussing in it, that's not gospel rap. That's not inspirational hip-hop. You're just not cussing. That's all it is. But if you're going to speak life within your content of your of your music, then, you know, let it let us feel that. So that's all he's saying is do better. We all can do better. Ain't nobody ain't nobody perfect. Just keep striving. You you've been in the auditorium with me, uh, P Shaw. You know the skills of me, Nassau New Rule. I, I know I, I heard you was talking about, you know, we got one of the like the best rappers here on this podcast. You, you had to be talking Dante, about me. Not you. <clears throat> oh no, me. No. Talk about me. No. He's talking me. about Nas. He's talking about Nas. Talk about me. I don't care what the righteous killer be doing on that stage. You talk about me. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> me. Have y'all all right, listen. Listen. All right. Don't when, when we do this collab album, don't be mad when I hold up my own. Don't don't just don't be mad. Just be like, oh. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that's, you don't that's have why it's gonna be dope. I'm not that's saying why you don't it's gonna have be dope. Because it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be uh J. Cole and Drake. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Colin Kendrick, most definitely. Colin Kendrick, exactly. Colin Kendrick, most definitely. I'm driving down to North Carolina. We better get the studio ready, bro. I'm coming down there. We, what we doing next? Oh, we gonna do this? We gonna sell it for two dollars and everything? We get some money. Anyway, yep. <laughs> nah. Um, you know, I'm. A, I don't want to call him a loser. I'm gonna find a, a better word. Oh wow. Um, David is um. You know, cause no, cause he, cause, cause he's a Christian, and he's speaking from a good place. So, um, hmm, uh, he's not a heathen. He's not blasphemous. Just, just corny. It's like, no, no, he's not corny. He's not corny. Like he can't be corny because a minister and a soulstress, a songstress, I meant to say, have agreed with him. So he can't be corny. Now, I don't know what that means, how I feel about P. Sean KT either, but we won't talk about that, all right, because I like you too. Y'all all right with me. <laughs> no, but I, I just disagree with him, period. Let's just put it like that. I disagree with him. The reason why I disagree with him is because he's not thinking about this. Uh, he's, not, he's not thinking this through, all right? You sound like the last 12, 12, 20 years of crying-ass hip-hoppers that didn't get on yet that's saying, well, my message is way more positive and people should listen to me. Why not me? And it's like, I get it. First of all, you're not thinking. Why are you asking 40-year-old rappers to change their ways? They 40, dog. They're not changing their ways. You should have been asking them to sign you. They got the money to sign you. But you done sat here and just trashed them. They Over with. with you so you messed up because rick ross understands like think about this for a second this is how because i'm about to really drop some real shit i'm sorry uh kt put 10 minutes on the clock i know i'm going to be finished before then but i'm going to just give myself a safety cap on this because this is some real hip-hop stuff i'm about to give to y'all you know i told you i was going to talk about some republican and democrat stuff so uh -huh. let me go ahead and say this right now a lot of y'all funny ass americans Keep asking me, who am I voting for? But when I give you an answer, you don't like the answer. But the real thing about the answer is that it's not only legal, it's probably the best idea we can all do, and that is don't vote for neither of these crackers, okay? Why you got to vote for any one of them? It's a yes, no, maybe. That's what it is. I choose maybe. I'm not voting for no one. And if everybody in this country did the same thing, then you know what the people outside of this country is going to see? Israel and Palestine and Ukraine and China. You know what they're going to see? They're going to be like, yo, the people finally spoke out and stood up for themselves. They're not going to look at us like some, you know, um, kittens. Let's just use that term. I don't feel like cursing the day. You know what I mean? Like, yo, they're not going to look at us like that. Because that's how, that's how outside of America, that's how people look at us. <clears throat> 
not the government, the people. They know the government can do whatever they want with us. We just taking selfies, having a good time. Now, I'm saying all that because now I'm about to transfer this to music. People, if you don't like ski, if you don't like Glorilla, if you don't like Sexy Red, if you don't like certain songs that Drake put out, if you don't like songs, certain songs that G Herbo put out, yo, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got Facebook. You can say, well, I'm only going to speak um, some Northeast stuff. I apologize because I don't know everything that's happening in North and South Carolina, of course. You can go to Hot 97 on their page. We won't listen to you anymore until you take this crap off. We are not, we don't want to listen to KTU fucking alternative rock radio and listen to whatever Taylor Swift got going on until you take off this monkey crap off my da 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 da. That's all you got to do, but no one never does it. We just sit there, let it happen until we all like, you know what? Ski Now we here now. Now we ratchet. This is our fault. This is our fault because I still believe in the power of the masses. They sat here and said, we about to have a big time Palestine rally over here in New York. Yeah. That's going to send waves. You know why? Because a bunch of people that look alike are going to be marching. Same thing like the Million Man March, the Million Woman March that happened when they was doing the no peace, no, you know, no kitten. All right. Like this is what happens when the masses come out. Changes happen. People get canceled. This guy is just sitting here crying in front of the pew. Asking the pastor for a blessing that the pastor can't deliver because the pastor's Rick Ross. And he just looked at your silly ass while he was like, yo, you need a job? You want to go to Wingstop? Because he don't oh. even like your silly ass no more. Who is you to talk about what they should be doing? Yo, they already dealt with the Jews and the Jews already told them what they should be doing. They did it already. And all they saying is, yo, well, listen, yeah, we did that, but we also gave back. And that's why we got love in the hood the way we do at the end of the day. And yes, I know that is, is a traumatizing scenario. It is. It is. It's nigga shit just in full circle. It really is. But at the end of the day, since you try to bring up how many sneakers you done put out, da 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 you done talked to another nigga, and the nigga saw, all he saw was the number that you tried to put out there. Oh, you only gave out 1,200 sneakers, nigga? Nigga, we was giving out 3 million bikes, you dumb. Like, they... That's what he, that's, that's what, how Rick Ross took it. And you just mad that your success in your music does, does not nowhere near equates to his. And he was doing nigga shit. So it's not that David has to change his way. It's just that he need to find the people that wanted Kendrick Lamar to be on, that wanted Mac Lamar to be on, that wanted um, Joey Badass to be on, that wanted Logic to be on. You got to get those people... And they're probably Jewish, but you got to find those people <laughs> that want to put you on. And don't sit, or, or again, make it up to Rick Ross, all right? Work for Wingstop for like two, three months, start freestyling in Wingstop, put it on TikTok, and maybe he'll sign you. But you can't come around with that type of attitude. You got to be smarter than that. You need to wake up the masses. This ain't about Rick Ross. Rick Ross done made his money. He don't have to rap no more. You talking to the wrong people. You honestly, Peshaw, if he started complaining to little baby G Herbo, something like that, I might get down with and, and agree with y'all a little bit. Right. But he right. with these 40-year-old rappers that's not going to change, made their money, and have an influence the same way Kiki Palmer had an influence over her baby father. It's like you're not going to win this war. Because the niggas on Twitter already being the niggas on Twitter, they don't, they're not changing. They not changing. So why don't you go talk to the niggas on Twitter till your fucking, I'm sorry, till your, till your lungs get tired? Because maybe there'll be a change or and, and put some action behind this. You know what I mean? Because I do agree with him when, when we, we all know. The level of positive influence in rap music is low. It's a low frequency. And yes, it does start with the rap artists that have been signed and getting on. But like I spoke of before with the kid that did the 60 miles hook, they are characters. This is pro wrestling. They are characters. They are emulating characters of black Americans that we see in the street on a day in, day out basis. And they are looked at as the underdog of America. The street nigga is the underdog of America. And just like the movies, we all love an underdog. And 
if they gotta do the crumb, they gotta, I'm sorry, if they gotta spit the crumb, the grom, all that in the shine to get on, then so be it. I don't think it's right, but that's just where we're at. But you can make that change if you go on Twitter, if you go on Instagram, if you make the call, write letters and say, we are not accepting this. But will the masses do it? And right now, it seems like no. And that's just where I'm at with it. You know what I mean? If David can find himself on Shade 45 talking all this, then he need to be finding Puff Daddy and all these other moguls and be like, well, sign me and let me be the change. That's all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. that's, all, that's, all, that's all I'm going to say about that. You know what I mean? Because at this point, David whack as hell right now. That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he whack. Point blank. Honestly, you know, that's just... Even though I understand and agree with the message, I just feel like, again, the execution... Was corny to miss. me, but yeah, yeah, it, it it was corny to me. But that's honestly why I stepped away from the Christian hip hop scene because it, I, I just felt like, you know, it seemed more clout chasey than anything. May, may I say because, something about that? I'm sorry, uh -huh. I'm so sorry. because so, and, and then when you when you got this going on, right? Because because I remember in my twenties when someone approached me about Christian rap, a, a, a pastor, a young pastor. And I, 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 I laughed and shot it down like, like, you know, like hundred rounds. I really did. I, I couldn't, because to me, I look at, you know, honestly, Rick Ross is a Christian rapper to me. And the reason why I say it like that is because what you're doing is just spitting the reality of life. You just want to, you're spreading the gospel, which is the good news. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying Rick Ross, everything he's saying is the good news. I'm just saying when they, when they want to, uh, present this this business lyricism that's going on and they all got that from Jigga from Jay-Z I'm gonna have to say there's some positivity to that now how it's presented yeah it's very street sometimes a little grimy but again if you're from the hood that is what you know you relate to that there it is Christian rap tried to be too positive for no reason whatsoever and they didn't like it's like it, it's not about being positive, it's about being realistic and authentic. And yes, Christian yeah. rap lost their way with that. That's just my personal opinion. But more importantly, Kurt Franklin, Marvin Sapp, BBCC Wannis, you guys and girls are the Jay Z and Beyonce of that genre. Y'all have made millions with this genre. Why couldn't you? Why couldn't you sign some Christian rappers? Why couldn't you do that? What's the mm. problem? See, yep. this is where I come in at. I don't, I don't like, listen, the people that you need to blame are the people with the money that can invest in things on their own. When LL Cool J walked in Def Jam and said, why don't y'all give me a million dollars to make this new, uh, this new album? And Jay-Z, when he was the president, was like, no. Why don't you use that NCIS money you got and go make your own damn albums? You LL Cool J, dog. Like, what? This is what we going through in this industry. We got entitled ass people, entitled ass niggas running around, getting to say whatever they want because they already have a name and a platform. We watched it with Chad Ochocinco the last episode when he was wilding on Keith Lee because these some niggas with a platform and a, and a loud ass mouth, they can say whatever they want. I may, you, somebody may think I'm some nigga with a loud mouth, but guess what? These last 10 minutes, I have hit you with some facts. They opinions, but they really some facts. Get your ass up, use your thumbs, write some letters, and make the real change. Don't vote when, when it comes to Biden and Trump. I ain't vote. I may like Trump. I ain't going to hold you. I know I'll be saying that like as a joke, but it's real. I do like him, but I'm not voting for him. You out your fucking mind? <laughs> no. I ain't doing that. I'm not. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you, if, until you find me a 55-year-old that can run this country, speak 18 languages, do a couple of flips, and have no problem with talking to Russia and China at the same damn time, then, yo, I'm not voting for none of them. None of them. None of them. Until you get Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming down Air Force One, I ain't voting for nobody. Because I know Vladimir Putin will change his mind when The Rock come down there just like, yo, what's What's going on out here? Who said about some cold war? <laughs> like, nah, bro, we everything's good, bro. Everything <laughs> good. But yeah, back, back, but back to my man David. So just to conclude, is make the changes by by being the marketing strategy. If you're on Shade 45, 
You need to be talking to BB and CC Winans, Kurt Franklin, Marvin Sapp. You know what I mean? You need to be talking to the parents, I mean, the parents, I'm sorry, the descendants, the descendants of the legendary Shirley Caesar. All right, you need to be talking to people like that, that probably got that money and can probably put together a label and help Christian rap artists such as yourself get to another level. Because I'm not going to say that this shouldn't be a place for you. This should definitely be a place for you. But how you're going about it is, in my opinion, bradish. Absolutely agreed. So y'all listen, y'all let us know what y'all think in the comments, reviews, and all that good stuff below. Y'all know what it is. Be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, family, enemies, dog, pet, gerbil, great grandma who may not be here, but go ahead and send one a link up to the afterlife, to the heavens. Uh, not because we done damn near preached y'all up there anyway. So listen, we appreciate y'all checking us out. We on the road to one fifty, one fifty here at the, at the Talk My Credo podcast. We appreciate drop and give me fifty, drop and give me fifty. <laughs> so, <laughs> so listen, man, it's the fam in the building. Peace, y'all. Up in this thing, Nasu Up in this piece, KT. I'm a tumwa. <laughs> don't hide your face stand Hi. in the light receive the light you. are you scared of white people do you know if you're a black american do you think they're going to kick you out the country then call 1-800-HAMAS <laughs> oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> you found, boy. Listen, on that note, man, listen, y'all stay fly, stay blessed, and, you know, look, until we come back with this thing, man, y'all know what it is to talk about freedom. We on the road to 150. Stay fly, stay blessed. Peace out, y'all. For real talk and dope conversations. To the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. All happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My